0: 2020. What a year. What a year. In some ways, I'm ready to say adios 2020. In other ways, there are things we have to celebrate. And uh, in 2020, Stop Vanilla celebrates its 20th year in business. And we are blessed and honored to be there. And in today's podcast, I'm going to share with you the top 20 things I've learned in 20 years of business. Hey there, I'm Steve Van Remortel, Chief Strategist and Talent Advisor for Stop the Vanilla and the host of the Stop the Vanilla Experience, where we help you achieve your vision for your business and your career in life by having the right strategy and the right talent. In your business, when your talent plan and talent decisions are based on your strategy, your company will accelerate towards your vision and achieve record profitability and growth. And in your career and life, when you have the right strategy based on your natural talents, you will love what you do, deliver it naturally, excel at it, and get rewarded for it, allowing you to live the life you want. It's about strategy and talent. Strategy and talent plan for your business. Strategy and talent plan for your career and life. Because there's nothing you can't achieve in your business and life with the right strategy and right talent. Well, welcome to today's podcast. As we record this podcast, it is December 28th, 2020. And to in honor of the 20th anniversary of Stop the Vanilla, I'm going to share with you the top 20 things I learned over the last 20 years working with thousands of incredible companies and incredible leaders. And so I'm going to share that list with you today. And my hope is, is that within that list, there's one or two nuggets that you can take away uh, to implement into your business or your life. Um, So the top 20 things I learned in 20 years of business. Number one, to lead others, you first need to lead self. I can just tell you one of the most important things about leadership is self-awareness. Team members want to follow a leader, that owns their stuff, that is transparent, that is vulnerable about who they are when they make mistakes. The first takeaway is to lead others, you must first lead self. Number two, this is an important one for me, working out, physical fitness, I consider to be part of my workday. Taking care of self is incredibly important Matter of fact, taking care of self is so important because then I'm better to take care of others. And so I work out five to six days a week, and working out I consider to be part of my workday. That's the second thing I've learned. The third thing, telling your story, telling your growing up story, your, your family story, is the first step to a healthy relationship with another person. When you want to get to know someone, tell them your story. I was born in, this is what growing up was like. I had this many sisters, this many brothers. These were the events in my life that shaped me. You want to have a healthy relationship with someone, have you tell them their story to show them how to tell their story, and then have them tell you their story. That's number three. Number four, Everyone in your company needs to understand why a customer is going to choose to do business with you versus one of your competitors. It's what we call your mint chocolate chip here at Stop the Vanilla. Why does a customer choose to do business with you versus someone else? What are you the best at? Why do they come to you? Everybody in the organization needs to understand that why and needs to pursue every day in helping the company get better at the why you got to stop selling vanilla ice cream. you got to be different. you got to be unique. And everybody in the company needs to understand what that is. That's number four. Number five, and this is very true here at Stop the Vanilla, strategy is an evolution, not a revolution. You need to keep in daily pursuit of greater clarity of your strategy because it will evolve over time as you learn, as you take things to market. It doesn't happen in a week. doesn't happen in a month. It evolves over years. As long as you keep pursuing greater clarity in your strategy, strategy is an evolution, not a revolution. Number six this is a huge takeaway, one of the probably greatest learnings of my life personally. You You have to understand, own, and leverage your natural behavioral style. Your natural behavioral style was created by the time you're 10, 11, 12 years old, and you had literally no say in how your natural wiring was created. And that's kind of the the irony of life is you didn't create your style, but you have to own your style. You have to understand, own, and leverage your natural behavioral style, which again, is developed at a very young age and is unlikely to change your entire life. Everybody has a natural behavioral style, and those that understand it, those that own it, those that leverage it, are going to live the most fulfilled lives. Number seven, understanding the, understanding how to read the behavioral style of the person you're talking with or communicating with is a secret weapon. So I understand my disc graph. Okay? I understand my disc graph clearly. I understand, own, and leverage my style. Because I understand, understand, own, and leverage my style, I now know how to read the style of somebody else when I first meet them or when I'm working with them, and I adapt my style to their style to have the most effective interaction, to have the most effective communication. The eighth thing, I, the eighth thing on the list that I learned is that I need to recognize the behavioral style of the person I'm talking to and adapt my style to theirs for an effective communication, an effective interaction. The next one, everyone has a manchaca chip strategy. Eighty-seven point seven percent of America's workforce do not describe themselves as passionate about what they do. But when you have the right strategy for your natural talents that'll lead you to a career that you will love what you do, deliver it naturally, excel at it, and get rewarded for it. Every individual has a mint chocolate chip strategy. Every individual has a a position, a, a job, a career that is a passion, that they're passionate about and fits their natural wiring. And as a person, you need to pursue your mint chocolate chip strategy until you discover it. As a shepherd of the talent or as a mentor, you need to help your direct reports and those at work and at home help them discover their men's chocolate chip strategy. For every person, there is an optimum career path that fits who they are and they love what they do. And because of that, they will excel at it. You gotta help you personally and those around you have to stop the vanilla in your career and life and find your men's chocolate chip strategy. Number nine, when hiring a person for your company, interviewing without behavioral science is like driving at night without the lights on in your car. It's like going into an interview and not knowing anything about the person. Behavioral science is a breakthrough when it comes to hiring people because it gives you 50 to 70% of the information that you need to interview for. And then it gives you the information that you need to focus on in the interviews. You don't interview for someone's strengths anymore, you interview to their gaps, to the position. And you want to see how they overcome those gaps. Do they have the self-awareness to overcome the gaps that they have versus the position that they're being considered for? Those that have self-awareness of their style are going to learn. They're going to perform. They can be coached. Those that don't have self-awareness are the ones that you don't want to hire. Not a good fit for the position. Interviewing without behavioral science is like driving at night without the car lights on. And once you use behavioral science and customize interviewing to, to make your hires, you'll never go back. It's like, it's, it's one of the first things that we recommend to clients because it gives you all this information to make sure, it gives you the most information to make the most informed hiring decision. And at the end of the day, that's what our job is, right? Number, that's number nine. Number 10, prioritize your passions in your life prioritize the passions in your life, and then wrap your career around one of those passions and make the rest of your passions a hobby, okay? And just I'll give you an example. Strategy is a passion in my life. I've wrapped a company that's been in business 20 years around that passion for strategy. Hockey is a top three passion of mine. Wasn't good enough to make a living with it, but I still play it every Sunday. So it became a hobby. So prioritize the passions in your life, wrap your career around one of them, and make the rest of your passions hobbies. Number 11, the future of leadership development, the future of development of your team members, your employees, and those around you, is moving towards the future of that is total person development. The future of development, of talent development, is total person development. You can't just focus on the work person. You need to focus on the total person. You don't just hire the work person, you hire the total person. And the companies that develop the total person, their retention rates, their attraction rates, that you know the number of resumes they have when they have a position open is amazing. Total person development is the future. And in the thousands of leadership development plans I've been a part of, at least one of the top three uh, development priorities for a person that's going to have the greatest impact on their life and their profession is not at work. And so by ignoring the total person, you're leaving issues that you could help them with unaddressed, which is affecting their performance. The future of talent development is total person development. Number 12, Everyone has issues, and if someone tells you that they don't, that's their first issue. I learned this when doing team development, that sometimes leaders are a little afraid, scared to get up in front of the room and talk about, tell their story, and talk about the issues and the challenges that they've had in life. And what I tell them is everybody in this room has them at different times, different levels of, you know, emergency but we all have challenges. And so we share our challenges. We get support with them. We get help working through them. Not sharing your challenges is is the first step to not resolving them. Everyone has issues. And if someone tells you they don't, that's the first issue. So be open and honest with your issues to those close to you so that you can uh, get their help and support working through that issue. Number 13, Having an accountability partner or partners is a critical element of success. Having someone that you live life with that knows what your plan is for your company, knows what your plan is for your department, your position, what your plan is for your life that you meet with consistently to talk through how you're doing, hold you accountable, encourage you, um, give you support and feedback as needed, an accountability partner is essential to really optimize the success in your life. I had accounting, the greatest accountability partners I had was during a seven-year run of this business where we had record growth every year. Um, And candidly, I'm working on building a new accountability partnership right now um, with people that are in the space that I'm in Um, because those are the people that I can learn the most from. Those are the ones that can hold me best accountable are the ones that are kind of building a similar organization to me. So I'm in the works of doing that right now. Accountability partner is so important, and that's what I'm working on putting in my life because accountability partnerships definitely come to an end. They definitely mature where you know, you're not getting as much value out of that relationship as you used to, um, but then when you end one, you need to obviously start thinking about, okay, where is my next accountability partner coming from? Number 14, and this is something in the last couple of years before the pandemic was huge, and that's you got to feed the force. You got to feed the driving force of every one of your team members to increase their retention and their engagement in the in their role. You got to feed the force. Let me explain that. Every team member has what we call their primary driving forces, their primary workplace motivators. So one of the top motivators is what we call the intellectual driving force. That's a person that's motivated, that goes to work every day, motivated to learn. And when you feed that force. When you feed the force, what they're motivated by, you are going to dramatically increase retention. You're going to increase their engagement and their role and their performance because when you feed the force, when you feed their primary motivators, they're going to be engaged in their role. They're going to love what they do and they're going to stay in your organization. You got to understand the top motivators of each of your direct reports and you got to feed the force. Number 15, We all have a responsibility to be the shepherd of the talent. The shepherd of the talent develops the talent that is around them, that they're closest with. And so, for example, I have shepherded the talent of my kids at home. You're the shepherd of the talent at work and at home. So my four kids have gone through a career planning process. I've helped them figure out their career plans. I've shepherded the talent there. We all have a responsibility to shepherd the talent, both at work and at home. And at work here, any, for any of your direct reports, having a development plan in place, helping them be the best that they can be, helping them accomplish their professional and their personal objectives. You have to be the shepherd of the talent, both at work and at home, and that's help investing in and developing those that are closest to you that you are responsible for. Be a shepherd of the talent. Change people's lives by investing in them. That's what the shepherd of the talent does. The shepherd of the talent builds more shepherds. So as you build shepherds, they're now investing in other people. And that's how you build a high performance organization. That's how you build a high performance family. Number 16, understanding emotional intelligence is a game changer for every leader. Emotional intelligence is your ability to understand and manage and regulate your emotions. Some It's more important for some of us than others. Like for those of us that have a high D or high dominance in our behavioral style, emotional intelligence is essential to being a successful leader. But the emotions of an organization and of a leadership team or of a team flow with the emotions of the leader. And I can just tell you emotional intelligence was a game changer in my life. When I understood, how, understood my emotions and then – have learned to regulate them, uh, it changed every relationship in my life. It was a game changer. Now, do I still have work on EQ? Heck yeah. Every once in a while, it still gets the best of me. But emotional intelligence is a game changer for every leader. And I want to encourage you, if you don't understand emotional intelligence, don't know what it is, go understand it. it. It'll be a game changer for you as a leader and as a person. Number 17, Talent planning is the future. A lot of organizations will put together a strategy. They'll put together a vision, but they don't put the most important plan together that's going to help make that strategy or vision a reality, and that's their talent plan. When you have a three-year vision or a three-year strategy in place, I want to encourage you to put a three-year talent plan in place. And fundamentally, where does your structure need to be, your functional structure need to be in three years? Figure that out. And then the talent plan is to take you from where you are today to that three year functional structure. That's talent planning. And the companies, the number one challenge that high growth companies face, and the number one challenge that most companies face, but especially high growth, is talent, having the right talent, having enough talent. And implementing a talent planning system and a talent plan will ensure that you proactively resolve the number one challenge that you're going to face. Think about making the right hire every time we make a hire. Think about knowing what our next three hires are gonna be. Think about knowing the development priorities of every person on your team or every person in the organization. That's what talent planning is about. Talent planning is the future. And the sooner your company has a talent plan in place, the sooner you are gonna resolve your number one challenge and turn it into a strength for your organization. Number 18. You build a high-performance team by making sure every team member loves what they do for a living, and it fits their natural wiring. I'll say that again. A high-performance team is a team that every team member loves the role they're in, and it fits their natural wiring. It fits the strengths of their natural wiring. And I would tell you that almost every team that we work with has somebody that's not in that role. They're not in what we call your mint chocolate chip strategy. Everybody has a mint chocolate chip strategy. Everybody has a position that they will have interest in, that they will love, and it fits their natural behavioral style. You want to build the highest performing team in your industry, the highest performing team in your company. Make sure everybody that's in on your team loves what they do. They're passionate about it, and it fits the strengths of their natural wiring. That's how you build a high-performance team. Number 19. Now we're getting down to the real heavy stuff here. Clarity is the single most important word in every person's life. Clarity. Think about the different phases of your life. Your career. <coughs> excuse me, your company. Your your health, your financial, your financial area. Your relationships with your significant other, with your kids, Every phase of your life is better when you have clarity of it. Clarity is the number one word in my life, and I seek it every day. I seek it at work. I seek it in my life. I seek it in my relationships. And when you have clarity about something, you have greater skills towards it. So if I have clarity of other people, I have greater people soft skills. I have greater skills towards it. So if there's someone in my life I lack clarity, seek clarity as much as they will allow you to. If you lack clarity of your strategy at work, seek clarity of your strategy. Pursue clarity in every phase of your life because clarity leads to soft skills. Soft skills leads to being a better leader and person. Seek clarity in every phase of your life. And last, in number 20, drum roll. You can achieve anything in your business and your career in life with the right strategy and the right talent. Whatever business challenge you're facing, you you can overcome it with the right plan and the right people. When it comes to your career and life, you can optimize and live a fulfilling life by having the right plan for your talents, your natural talents. If you're having a health challenge, the way you solve that health challenge is with the right plan, Delivered with the right talent, the experts. You can achieve anything that you want in your business, your department, and your career in your life by having the right plan and the right talent. And as we like to say here at Stop the Vanilla, those who plan profit. Those who have the right plan and the right talent will profit. I want to encourage you to take one or two of these nuggets and implement them into your business or your life. Because here at Stop the Vanilla, we want to be a resource to help you achieve what you want in your business, in your career and life. And if there's a if there's a top learning that you've experienced in your career that you want to share with us, just click in the show notes or reply to this um, this podcast and let us know what else we should add to the list. These are the top twenty things I've learned in 20 years. Uh, in business. And I'd love to hear some of the things that you've learned along the way. Thanks for joining the podcast today. And I hope that uh, you can implement one or two of these top 20 things. Thank you for spending some time today, listening to the Stop the Vanilla Experience, where we explore how to achieve your vision for your business and your career in life with the right strategy and right talent. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on either Apple or Spotify. And we encourage you to visit StopToVanilla.com for a ton of resources, including signing up for the weekly scoop, which is bite-sized content on how to have the right plan and right talent in your organization, your career, and life. And always remember, those who plan, profit.